Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. Good morning. My name is Haley, and I literally just rolled out of bed on this Sunday morning. So please ignore if I sound like a man. But I literally got all of this ready for you last night to talk about today. And I have been so hyped to talk about it ever since. So as soon as I woke up this morning, I'm like, let's get to the podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about Gary Young, who is the founder of Young Living. And shout out to David Smith. David, I don't know who you are, but thank you so much for creating such a beautiful, beautiful timeline of Gary Young's life um, that I found on the internet. (laughs) Um, Literally broke it down so well. I did um, do my own research to make sure all this information was accurate, of course. Um, but thank you for breaking it down for me. So I will be using um, this um, little timeline that David Young, or David Smith created about Gary Young um, to kind of go off of because he has it just so organized. And I will be reading off some things um, from this timeline that he created. So without further ado, let's get into it. Okay, so let's get started, guys. First, I want to just mention that Gary Young, like I said, is the founder of the MLM company Young Living Essential Oils. So I want to point out, I believe it's on the right on the Young Living website, there is like a tab or an article or something or other like that, where there's like this whole like memoir about Gary Young. Um, and how he was just such an inspiration to so many people and he was just such a loving person and just just this amazing amazing man and we're about to find out the truth about Gary Young like honestly who the fuck even wrote that because you'll find out for yourself today on this podcast we're just gonna get into it right now so we are gonna start in 1973 with the accident so Gary claimed that as a young man, he was left paralyzed by a logging injury to the head. So it says that he claimed this because actually there was no proof um, of documentation that has ever been found or provided that he was ever in this ICU treatment that he claimed to be in for four months. So it was said that after three weeks in a coma and four months in intensive care, Gary found himself paralyzed and confined to a wheelchair for life, according to the doctor's prognosis. And then Gary went on to say, I had three open skull fractures, and then I got meningitis lying in the hospital. I had 16 crushed vertebrae, 11 ruptured discs, 19 broken bones, and his spinal cord was herniated in two areas. But there was literally no proof, no documentation of his injuries that has ever been provided or found, which is a little suspicious. But even more suspicious, Gary's story changed about the accident. So he boasts about how he cured himself with fasting and essential oils. But his brochure from 1987 says that his recovery was attributed to oscillation frequency stimulation, okay? Which is odd because when I looked up oscillation frequency stimulation infusion, which I'm sure is a real thing, I'm no doctor, I'm not claiming to know all these medical terms, but when I googled it and I took some serious time trying to find oscillation frequency stimulation infusion, 
I could not find that exact term. I could only find oscillation mechanics of respiratory system and high frequency oscillation, which both have to do with the increase of mucus flow, which I just find odd because how would that cure you if you were paralyzed? I'm, I'm just very confused. Um, but that's all I could find on any oscillation um, terms, but oscillation, frequency, stimulation, infusion, I could not find anywhere. So if you're aware of what that is, please, please let me know because I'm honestly serious, seriously curious, which is why I googled it in the first place. But anyway, so in 1987, he, he said that that was how he recovered without even mentioning essential oils. And then he changed his story later on in life to he cured himself with fasting and essential oils. So interesting to say the least interesting so then gary is convicted of a misdemeanor for practicing medicine without a license in washington and he had to serve 30 days in jail and he had a year-long probation and that was years later in 1981 that was his first arrest after the accident um so that was quite a bit later in life But then it just all goes downhill from there for Gary after his first arrest. It just gets more and more interesting. So then, so although obviously he cannot practice medicine, he does not have a license to practice medicine, he still insists on delivering his first wife's baby in a hot tub, okay? So the baby died. Um, It was a very healthy infant, normal and healthy infant, it was said by the coroner. Um, but he left the baby underwater in the hot tub for an hour and it actually drowned. So the coroner did say that the baby would have lived if she had been delivered in a conventional manner, um, but Gary never was charged for the case. Um, And he actually had plans to do a similar whirlpool delivery the previous year, um, but a health department caseworker actually threatened to prosecute him, so he never went through with it. And then in 1983 was his second arrest. Um, There was actually an undercover police officer that asked Gary if he would oversee a water birth for her. And he did actually decline. But then he went on to offer prenatal care for her and a cancer treatment for the woman's mother. And on March 9th, 1983, he was then arrested um, by the Washington State Police for practicing medicine without a license for the second time. Um, And this time he is given a 60-day suspended sentence and a full year probation for practicing without a license. And then three years later in 1986, this one's interesting too. So Gary claims that he graduated from a college called the Institute, and I cannot say this, so please bear with me. This is a very giant word. Okay, so Gary claims that he graduated from the American Institute of Pyster Generology. It's literally spelled P-Y-H store generology, okay? And when I googled this, this is interesting again, I tried to find this institute and I could not. I don't know if they changed their name. This, this institute would not come up on Google, Although it's, it is a real institute because the institute spoke out saying that Gary never even came close to graduating. Um, he only took a few classes. He only completed a third of the homework assigned. Um, and he owed $1,800 in tuition still. Um, so Gary was forced to admit that he never secured a diploma from this institute. 
um, and that his brochure simply had an error on it and that his only legitimate diploma is actually from his high school that he graduated um, at. So he only has a high school diploma. Just keep that in mind because it will come up later again. But going back to this institute, I could not find it on Google. I don't know. Maybe they changed their name because the the suggested institute that popped up when I typed in this school um, was the American Institute of Professional Geologists. So I don't know if that's the same place, um, but the school would not come up on Google. So that was interesting to me as well. All right, so same year, he orders a mail-order diploma, okay? So even on Gary's website, it says that between 1982 and 1985, he attended Bernadine University and earned a doctorate degree. Okay, so Bernadine is nothing but a mail-order diploma mill, and it was never approved or accredited to offer courses or degrees, and it was eventually exposed as a fraud by the Nevada Supreme Court. And even after the university, supposed university, was closed, um, Gary continued to say that that's where he got his degree on the Young Living website and um, on his self-funded publications as well. Um, So that's cool. Gary, you're such a stand-up guy. And then one year later, the cancer clinics come about. So Gary moves to Mexico from Washington. Um, By this time, he has divorced and married He has divorced Donna, which was his first wife, and he married his second wife, Dixie. Okay, so Gary claims, he opened this cancer clinic, okay, and he claims that if you pay $6,000 and stay three weeks in his cancer clinic, remember, you pay $6,000 and stay for three weeks, it will bring your cancer into remission. And if you pay $10,000, he can cure your cancer which I thought this was just comical. I mean, it's sad, but I thought it was kind of comical because, oh, yeah, you pay me $10,000, I can cure your cancer for sure. Like, okay, Gary, fuck you. Okay, so the clinic also, um, it was said that it specialized in interpreting blood samples. So this I thought was super fucking funny. So Dr. John Renner, who was a board member of the National Council Against Health Fraud, he submitted his own normal blood under three different names and received three different results. So his results varied from non-aggressive cancer cells to problems in the intestinal tract to the third sample saying that it was just a pancreatic dysfunction. And this was his blood just under three different names with three different diagnoses. So, okay, okay, cool. And then on October 23rd, A reporter actually sends in the blood of a healthy cat and a healthy chicken and is told that he has aggressive cancer and liver problems. And it's also worth mentioning that one of his clinic treatments was Latril, which I hope I'm saying right, which can actually be fatal due to forming cyanide in the body and the practice is actually very much illegal. So that's cool. That's cool. Good job, Gary. And then in 1988, Gary was arrested for the third time. You want to guess why? For practicing medicine without a license again. So this time he served 60 days in jail and again, another full year of probation. And then same year, 1988, 
Um, the clinics were ordered to be closed, the cancer clinics. So on March 3rd, the state of California shuts Gary down and fines him $10,000. Um, they said that Gary made misleading representations. He advertised drugs and devices that claim to cure cancer and, of course, practice medicine without a license. So there we go. And then 1992, Gary divorces his second wife, Dixie, and marries his third wife, Mary. And Mary, good for Mary, Mary has multi-level marketing experience. So Gary runs with this and launches Young Living Essential Oils because of Mary's MLM experience. He thought, let's do this thing. And then a year later, again, Gary is arrested for the fourth time for practicing medicine without a license. Oh my God, Gary, come on now. And then in 1993, again, so literally a year after opening Young Living Essential Oils on September 27th, Gary is dismissed and terminated as president of Young Living for fraudulent misrepresentation of himself as a doctor to stockholders and the misuse of company funds to support personal endeavors. So a year after opening Young Living, he was fired for being um, president. Um, So he was still, you know, the founder either way, but that's uh, a red flag if I ever did see one. And then later that year, 1993 still, Gary um, returns to the office of Young Living and listen to this, shoves his second wife, so his second wife, Dixie, that he had just divorced to marry Mary. He shoves her down the stairs and confronts his son and an employee at the back door with a fucking axe. With an axe. And he is arrested for the fifth time. Um, and his victims are all issued protective orders by the Superior Court of Washington, too. Which, thank fucking God. Okay, three years later, Gary's mom speaks out on June 19th that her son, Gary Young, is guilty of physical and emotional abuse to his wife and children. Yeah, not exactly a shock there, um, since he did push his second wife down the stairs and confront his own son with an axe, so... Okay, then. Okay, okay. Okay, after three years, 1999 now, the FDA... This one, I couldn't really find information on. The FDA warns of the drug use of Young Living's S-Pro 7. So I did find that S-Pro was a product of Young Living. I don't know if it still is. Um, but either way, FDA warns of the drug use of Young Living's Espro 7. Um, and then in 2000, one year later, Dr. Robert Pappas, I don't know if I'm saying his last name right, analyzes a birch essential oil sample and finds synthetics. So Gary ref- um, demanded an apology for the results um, because Dr. Robert was also a paid consultant with Young Living, and Gary was not happy um, that he analyzed the birch essential oil sample, apparently. Okay, same year, same year 2000, Gary opens Young Life Research Clinic Institute of Natural Medicine, that is literally a mouthful, in Springville, Utah. So he offered treatments including like bioelectric field enhancements and raindrop therapy, and he prescribed Young Living supplements and oils. 
So there was eight case studies and Gary celebrated these at the yearly Young Living Convention. Um, But it was found that two of the eight participants had actually passed away just four months after the Young Living case study presentation, um, which is, is just really sad and such such a red flag. Um, and because Gary does not have a license to practice medicine, um, he employed Sherman Johnson, who was a pediatrician who doesn't have a board certification, just so you know, to run the clinic instead. And before working at this clinic, um, Johnson's license was actually suspended for five years after being charged with a felony for misprescribing enormous amounts of narcotics to his mistress. So that's cool. And then Johnson even attempted to cover up his role in her death by listing the cause of death as pneumonia and ovarian cancer on her death certificate. But six months later, a medical examination showed that there was no signs of ovarian cancer, um, forcing Johnson to plead guilty to manslaughter. And it also says here, in case you're curious, you can go read Johnson's disciplinary record on the Utah Division of Professional Licensing website. So if you're curious, you can go there and read it. Okay, so we're still in year 2000. There's a lot that happened in year 2000. Okay, so Gary is marketing his raindrop technique that we talked about with the Young Living Research Clinic. That was one of his techniques. Um, So this is a controversial process where seven undiluted essential oils, two being Young Living formulated blends and two massage oils are dropped on the skin, often in concentrations that exceed the recommended safe dosage. So Gary claims that this raindrop technique can treat scoliosis and rid the body of toxins and viruses. And there is no scientific basis to this claim. And there is no evidence that scoliosis is even caused by either a virus or a toxin. So it didn't really make any sense. But Gary claimed that he developed his raindrop technique after after learning from Wallace Black Elk, who is a medicine man. And Black Elk's assistant actually spoke out and said that Black Elk did not ever collaborate with, teach any massage elements, or endorse the technique. And then Gary also insists that veterinarians should use the technique, but still there is no data that has ever been proven that the raindrop technique has helped with any animal or human medical conditions. So do not use the raindrop technique on your dog, y'all, okay? Do not do it. (laughs) Okay, so still in year 2000, um, a homemade Young Living distiller ruptured and it killed a Young Living employee at the Utah facility. Okay, and then there was a second FDA warning on October 7th, year 2000. Um, The FDA issued a letter to Young Living warning the company to never again claim that its products treat, prevent, cure any disease. And then again, third FDA warning, same year on December 20th, they issued another letter warning Young Living. And then a fourth letter Warning, Young Living, um, this is all in year 2000. And then in 2002, they waited two more years to issue a fifth warning. Um, And this fifth warning was to identify violations in the labeling of Young Living Stevia dietary supplements. Okay. And then now we're in year 2005. A Young Living patient, her name was Ann Adkins. She sued Gary Young 
Um, she, she sued the clinic, I'm sorry, for her kidney failure, which actually almost killed her. And she had no history of kidney problems prior to receiving Gary's treatments. So, interesting. She alleges that Gary used dangerous and unproven therapies. So, who the hell knows on that one? But um, that's just, that's, that's interesting to say the least. So then, same year, 2005, Gary closed Young Living Research Clinic without warning or explanation in the middle of seeing patients. I can't speak, I'm sorry. In the middle of seeing patients. And then he moved to the equator. Um, okay. <laughs> and then skip forward 10 years to 2015. Um, a California nonprofit whose mission is to safeguard the public from health hazard independently tests young living supplements and finds that eight of their product eight of their products contain dangerous levels of lead. So this was just in 2015, which was not fucking long ago, guys. So that's interesting. I don't know. I would have to do more research on that one. I don't know if that's like they remove those products. Like I have no fucking idea. So just do your research if you're with Young Living or you want to order products because um, that's not cool. And then same year, 2015, just 20 days after um, following the lead revelation, Gary resigns to pursue personal interests and his wife Mary is promoted to the CEO of Young Living. So Gary did pass away in 2018 after suffering a series of strokes. I feel like I have to mention that because he is a dead man, um, which is sad, you know, no one deserves to die. But Gary, fuck man, you had a just whole life of fucking just, I don't even know what to say about this one, guys. That's like the whole timeline that I was able to find. I did research on every single one of these events. And it's just insane. It's just insane, like, what this man (laughs) lied about. And he just continued to practice medicine without a license. And he was arrested, like, four times for that. And then the fifth time was for pushing his ex-wife down the stairs and confronting people with an axe at Young Living after they asked him to resign or fired him or whatever the fuck it was. Um, I, I've i been literally researching Gary Young since before I wanted to start this podcast. So <laughs> there's a lot to research on this man and I'm kind of disgusted that I want to order this book, but I probably won't. It's like a Gary Long... Gary Gary Young, founder of Young Living book, and I don't know if it came with like the starter pack to Young Living or what, but I know a distributor th- through Young Living that um got it in one of her orders. Um, maybe it was like a promo thing. I have no idea, but it just I would love to read it because I'm sure it doesn't mention any of this. I mean, just like on the Young Living website, that little memoir about Gary and how he was just such an inspiration, and you know he lived this wonderful life inspiring people and just making such an impact on people's lives it's like dude look at how many people you killed or you know that suffered because you were practicing fucking medicine on them and you didn't even have a license to do so you only had a high school diploma like what were you doing man like you can't believe anything that this man said I mean he changed his story about the the logging accident twice. If the logging accident even happened, like we don't even know if that happened. And it's so sad to say, like, I don't believe that he was paralyzed, 
But it's hard to believe when there's literally no documentation that was ever found or provided um, that proves this. And then he changed his story about how he was cured. And neither of them make sense. The oscillation frequency stimulation infusion never even came up on Google. I literally looked forever trying to find that. And all I could find was some like treatments that like help with mucus like what and then the other one was fasting and essential oils like fasting essential oils I'm sorry but that's not going to to allow you to walk again if you're paralyzed I'm just you can't believe anything this man says I don't understand why he would leave his baby I'm like looking through it as I'm like reviewing right now I don't understand why he would leave his newborn baby that was just born under the water for an hour like I don't know I mean I'm not a mom but I've never delivered a baby I wouldn't want to have a baby in a hot tub I don't know but I just don't understand that I guess and she was perfectly healthy so I think it's just so sad that she was left under the water and and literally just drowned for being left under like why would you leave I don't know I don't know I, I don't know how that works but I don't think there would be any reason to to leave your newborn baby under the water for an hour like what is the point of that I don't know but it's just it's wild Gary is just he had a wild fucking life that's for sure I want to know why he wasn't like locked up for a way longer time for all this shit like he was just responsible for for so many people's deaths whether it was intentional or not like you were practicing medicine without a license you open a cancer clinic claiming that you cured cancer for ten thousand dollars like how fucked is that (laughs) oh my god it's so fucked up but anyway the reason why I wanted to look up Gary in the first place was someone came to me saying that he like drowned babies or something she's like I don't really know but like I heard that he drowned babies and I like looked it up and found this whole timeline um which I never would have found if that person didn't um reach out to me about it Um, but her and I have been talking ever since she messaged me about Gary and I've been keeping her in the loop about the information that I find. And we talked and we're like, who the hell would support this company, Young Living? Like MLMs aside, like we all know I'm anti-MLM, but MLMs aside, why would you support this man? (laughs) Like you're supporting this man by, I mean, I know he's dead now, but I'm just saying you, you were supporting this man by supporting this company. Obviously, I'm sure most people that are with Young Living had no fucking idea about all of this because it's not obviously posted on the website at all about Gary Young and you probably don't think, oh, I want to join this MLM company. I should probably look up the founder to make sure he's a stand-up guy. I mean, you wouldn't think to do that and I'm saying that because I wouldn't have thought to do that um, with all the network marketing companies that I had been a part of. I never once looked up the founder of the company to make sure he was like someone I wanted to support or anything like that so I get that but after finding all this out like oh my god I just can't even and not even Gary but like they found like lead in eight of the essential oil products literally just in 2015 that was that was a year after I graduated high school okay I'm gonna be 25 this year that's what six years ago I don't know I can't do math in my head I think that was six years ago okay Seven? I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, no, okay, I graduated seven years ago, so six, okay? Six. That is not long ago, and I have no idea. I didn't say whether these products were taken off the shelf. Like, I would just be very careful if you are with Young Living or um, you 
use Young Living products because this is just a whole fucked up situation. And I will leave it at that. And you can do your own research. Um, if you're curious, I can give you the link to this entire timeline and you can research it yourself. Like I said, I did do my own research on every single one of these events to make sure this was accurate information. And it definitely is. Um, the only weird things were that I couldn't find the exact institute that he claimed to go to. And I couldn't figure out what the hell oscillation um, frequency stimulation infusion exactly is. So not sure. But anyway, guys, I can give you a link. So let me know if you're interested in learning more about Gary and how he was such just a stand up guy. He was just such an inspiration and all that bullshit. So I hope you enjoyed me going through Gary Young, the founder of Young Living. The the title of this timeline is actually a dangerous mind, Gary Young. So that's cool. All right, guys, so I'm going to leave it at that. I think this episode really speaks for itself, and I went over basically everything I wanted to go over, so thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the podcast. I really hope you enjoyed, and I cannot wait to continue to dig up the dirt for you guys when it comes to MLMs and all that has to do with MLMs, so thank you for watching, and I will see you next time.